leaving Kyiv was the hardest part. You were faced with all this terror and, and people fleeing and screaming and, and crying. And that was really not the best place to be. We don't know what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. Welcome to Career Relaunch, the podcast dedicated to helping you reinvent your career. My name is Joseph Liu, and I'm here to help you gain the clarity, confidence, and courage to overcome the challenges of changing career paths so you can do more meaningful work and truly enjoy your professional life. In each episode, I typically feature people who have decided to step off the beaten path to reinvent their careers. We talk through their unique personal stories and lessons they learned to help you uncover what it takes to relaunch your own career. This episode's gonna be slightly different. Today, I'm speaking with a business school lecturer and owner of a marketing agency in Ukraine, who's gonna give you a glimpse into what his life there has been like since the Russian invasion began last month. We'll discuss what he's doing to remain afloat and survive as this conflict continues to unfold. Afterwards, I'll share my thoughts on the topic of resilience and one way you can help people in Ukraine dealing with the fallout from this war. Before we get started today, I wanted to let you know that on April 27th, I'm hosting my next virtual fireside chat on making the transition from full-time employment to self-employment. I'll be giving a glimpse into my own self-employment journey and answering your questions about what it's really like to shift from employee to business owner, including some of the emotional and practical aspects of making the pivot. You can register to join the free fireside at careerrelaunch.net slash 224. Registration is limited to the first 75 people who sign up. And while the fireside is free, I am asking all attendees to make a donation of any amount you choose to the Disasters Emergency Committee Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal that provides food, water, shelter, and health care to Ukrainian refugees and displaced families as a result of the current war there. Again, you can register for the fireside and find the link to my fundraising page at careerrelaunch.net slash 224. Speaking of Ukraine, now on to today's episode. Today, I'm speaking with Roman Havrish, a Ukrainian entrepreneur and the owner of the Ambulance Marketing Agency. Roman was born in a small village near Ivano-Frankivsk, a city in the west of Ukraine, and he has quite the story. His first major life-changing experience occurred during the collapse of the Soviet Union back in 1991 at the age of 11. When the Soviet planned economy changed gears to a free economy, many people lost their jobs, including both of Roman's parents. So he started working in the fields, growing crops and vegetables to help feed his family. Then his family spent all their savings, the equivalent of 500 US dollars, to send him to study in one of the oldest universities in Eastern Europe, the National University Kiev Moyla Academy, where he studied political science. To earn money, he started working during his second year there as a political analyst on the side. He eventually got his bachelor's degree, enrolled in a magister's program, got married, and was expecting his first child. So he quit his university and political analyst position to find a better paying job. In 2004, he eventually became one of the first digital marketing experts in Ukraine working for the mobile service provider UMC, and later the eventual media holding company owners invited him to become CEO and minor shareholder of Brainberry, the digital media buying house within the holding. Four years later, he created Ambulance, a strategic marketing agency focused on marketing research, design, implementation, and media buying. Before the war broke out in Ukraine last month, Ambulance was a leading award-winning agency in Ukraine known for their strategic approach to solving clients' problems. But now, with the war in Ukraine, 
Their business is at risk of closure because most of their Ukrainian clients have had to cancel all their projects. Roman and his agency are now trying to reinvent themselves and become a truly international marketing agency seeking clients worldwide. Now, just to provide a bit of the backstory here, a couple weeks ago, I'd actually originally planned to air a different episode that was already in the queue and ready to go, but I felt a little strange just carrying on with my regular programming here while a war was taking place just a few countries to the east of where I'm based in Europe. I also have a very good friend based in Warsaw, Poland, who's been housing Ukrainian refugees during the past couple weeks, doing her part to help people who have had to flee. And I just felt like I wanted to do my very small part to raise awareness of what's happening in Ukraine right now. So last Monday, I stumbled upon Roman after seeing his colleague's LinkedIn post about fleeing Ukraine and heading to Romania as refugees with his pregnant wife and two daughters. I then saw Roman's LinkedIn post about his work, his outreach to find new clients to keep his marketing agency afloat, and his desire to make his professional contribution to help fuel Ukraine's economy at a time when many businesses there are having to close. I saw that his team had scattered into safe places, both within and outside of Ukraine, and decided to reach out to him to see if he'd be willing to come onto the show and share his story. After trading a few quick messages back and forth that same day, he agreed to do this recording the following afternoon, which was the very first time we actually spoke with each other. You can get all the show notes from today's episode at careerrelaunch.net slash 82. Roman spoke with me from Ivano-Frankivsk, Ukraine. Hello, Roman. And first off, I just wanted to thank you so much for taking some time to speak with me today about you and also what's happening there. Hello, Joseph. I'm happy to be here. Before we start, I should just make it clear that this is a show focused on career topics. This is not a world affairs show. I am not a news reporter and I don't typically get into geopolitical topics here. But today's gonna to be a little different from my other episodes. We're recording this on March 22nd, almost exactly a month after the Russian invasion of Ukraine, which is now being called the fastest growing humanitarian crisis since World War II, according to the UN. This show is focused on career changes, so we are going to talk about how this war has affected your career team and marketing agency, but I got to first ask you about your personal situation. Can you start by describing, first of all, exactly where you are right now in Ukraine? Well, I'm in the west of Ukraine, and I'm pretty safe, if you can call it that way, because uh, you are hearing the uh, air raid alarms like two, three times a day. So that's kind of not very pleasant things to hear during the day, but usually it's okay. Uh, no bombings so far, just two, well, let's say no bombings. Just two of them got here, two of the rockets got here and uh, hit the airport, but the rest of the city is pretty safe and pretty okay. So I hope everything is fine. So just so I understand where you are geographically, you left Kiev and which city are you in right now? It's Ivano-Frankivsk city, it's a different city. So I fled the Kiev. I left Kiev uh, like almost three weeks ago. And I'm here in a different place because Kiev is a way more dangerous now than Ivano-Frankivsk. Can you describe what was happening in Kiev before 
you left? What was happening around there at the time? Well, uh, we just woke up with the sound of air raid alarm and bombings and shellings and gun shootings. So we immediately took off and gather all the, uh, well, not all the belongings, but some of them, just small suitcases, jumped into the car and rushed here. Wow. So that was was happening. And how far are you away from your actual home right now? 700 kilometers away. Wow. Okay. I was reading some figures in the news and the exact figures vary depending on the source, but it seems like there have been hundreds of residential buildings, schools, hospitals that have been directly damaged yes. or attacked since this invasion began. How secure is the area where you are, at least at this moment? Well, at least at this moment, it's okay because, I, as I mentioned, only airport was hit during, let's say, last two or three weeks. But the rest of the city is pretty okay because it's in the west and we are close to Polish border and they probably are afraid of bombing it too hard not to invoke any geopolitical crisis, let's say, and involve NATO or something like this. So, so that's basically it. But the east of Ukraine is really turning in pieces, uh, especially three or, or two cities, major cities like Mariupol and Kharkiv are almost destroyed. Mariupol is almost destroyed. As of this week, according to the UNHCR, which is the United Nations Refugee Agency, with all this destruction that's been happening, a quarter of Ukrainians have now been displaced from their homes, which is about 10 million people. Of the over 3 million people who have actually had to leave Ukraine, 90% of those are women and children. And according to UNICEF, you've got nearly 5 million children who have either become refugees or have been displaced within Ukraine. Would you mind just explaining what your personal situation is and your family's situation? Well, I left with my children, my two daughters, and I, I, I'm now here with them at my father's place, actually. So they are with, with their grandpa, and it's okay for them. It's just a family reunion, let's, let's call it, because I'm originally from this city, and that is kind of a bit of more comfort than most of the Ukrainians, because they left homes and I'm with my father and my daughters are with, you know, with their grandfather, so they are kind of okay about it. Can I just also ask, how, how old are your daughters and how are they coping with it? 16 and 18 years old. I guess kids are resilient, right? They are just finding a way to... Well, you know, it's teenage girls, so they are a bit emotional about all this, and that's not a very good thing, but still. Before we go back in time, Roman, and talk about your life before this war broke out, is there anything else you want to say about the current situation there before we start talking about your career? Oh, well, I don't know. I'm hearing some strange uh, noises now, uh, and I presume it's just our airborne forces trying to maintain <laughs> the sky clear for now. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much for telling us about what's going on around you right now. I'm going to attempt to switch gears here. I know that this might be a little difficult, but you haven't always been in the middle of what's unfortunately become a war zone. There's going to be kind of a strange shift to do at this moment because there's literally fighting going on in your country. But can you just take me back to the days 
before this war started. And let's just maybe talk about where you were situated. For someone who's never been to Kyiv before this invasion, can you just paint a picture of what the capital city was like as a professional there? Well, yeah, it's a major city with like three million people living there and working there. A lot of different businesses, very vibrant city, a lot of festivals, music festivals, calories, I don't know, churches, uh, museums. So basically very vibrant, very alive city, not like today, like now. And yeah, I I came there like 22 years ago. to study and from that time i I lived there and uh, had my career built there also switched the career a few times if you're about the switching careers so uh, it also happened to me but still the ak was like uh, the the most uh, interesting in the in in terms of business and career building uh, place to be in ukraine so very vibrant very dynamic very business oriented as well you mentioned career changes there. Could you give me a quick overview of your career journey? I understand that, well, you're currently working in marketing, but you've also spent some time lecturing at a business school before starting yeah. your current agency. Could you just walk me through a little bit just your career history? I have a degree in political science. So basically, I started my career as a political analyst and I was working as a political analyst for two and a half years. And then I switched because uh, the uh, the payment was not sufficient enough to sustain my new family because uh, early in my career, I got married and uh, had almost immediately two kids. So that was really, let's say, a harsh thing to do because I, I'm originally from poor family and I needed, let's say, a good work to sustain and to provide for my family. So that's uh, basically why I needed to change my career. And I switched from political uh, analysis uh, to marketing because marketing uh, during that time and probably now is better paid off. So I switched to marketing and I started working in the uh, mobile operator uh, as a digital marketing specialist back at 2003. So it was like early in the digital marketing age, let's say. Uh, And I was among the first who who entered this domain and started to build some career in digital marketing. And how did you get involved with the business school there in Kyiv? Well, uh, that's also interesting because uh, this business school is uh, connected with my alma mater, my university, Kyiv Mahela Academy. And I had close ties uh, with the dean office there. So I just came there and said, you you have your marketing courses, but you don't have digital there. And I'm one of the first in Ukraine who's, let's say, proficient with digital marketing and expert in this. Uh, I can share some knowledge. uh, And if you are interested, take me as your lecturer and they agreed because really they uh, needed this uh, kind of field of expertise to be covered and they hired me as a lecturer and since then it like already 13 years i'm a lecturer at a business school wow okay got it so and you're doing that while you're also running your agency ambulance exactly. is that correct exactly Can you tell me a little bit about what prompted you to found your own agency and also a little bit about Ambulance? 
as I started my uh, job as a marketing expert, a digital marketing expert, I quickly got one of the best in digital because <laughs> no one was there at the moment. So I became noticed by other companies, agencies, and one of the owner of the agency, digital marketing agency, invited me to become the head of the agency and to run a digital agency. So uh, that, that was my first, let's say, major career shift or, or second major career shift because from the management uh, and just management role, I switched to the senior management role and became also a minor shareholder of the agency, uh, that agency called Brainberry. So we did uh, digital marketing strategies and media buying and media planning for digital. And that was my, uh, let's say, second shift. And then uh, I wanted to develop this uh, into more sophisticated ways of helping our clients. And because we noticed that the digital marketing, you have limited capacity in helping businesses because uh, my motto, my internal motto is to help people as much as I can. And I tried to think of strategy, of strategic marketing, of creative work. And my partners there in the previous agency didn't want to expand their field of expertise. And I had to leave with my colleagues and uh, we parted from the previous agency, created our own agency, Ambulance. And uh, there we started to focus more on strategic marketing efforts, uh, started to do research, qualitative, quantitative research, to do analytics, uh, well, basically to help out businesses in more uh, wider range of services and, and expertise. Let's just kind of go back to late 2021. What were you focused on in your career and at Ambulance at the time? It must seem like a lifetime ago now, but what was happening at that <laughs> moment for you? Exactly. Well, uh, we were focused on, uh, let's say, changing a bit business processes within the agency because I bought the shares from my previous partners and now I'm the only owner of the agency and we needed to restructure a bit and change the business process uh, and uh, our, let's say, business model even. And that was what we were preoccupied with, changing gears, let's say, uh, business-wise and also with building our clientele, our clients base and expand. Uh, we are now number fifth in Ukraine. So basically, according to the advertiser's choice ranking, and we wanted to be third or second. So that was our, our strategy in the coming years. It sounds like what anybody in any agency, any top agency would be working on, you know, you're trying to, you're working with red clients, you're thinking about the optimal organizational strategy for your agency. Exactly making a difference out there. So that's a glimpse into how things used to be. I'd like to exactly. kind of transition now and talk a little bit about the invasion of Ukraine, which began almost exactly a month ago as of the time of this recording. Can you take me back to the moment when the invasion began? Where were you? Who were you with? What were you doing at the time? 
Well, I was uh, alone at my apartment and I woke up from the bomb shelling uh, and uh, air raid alarms and I just called my girlfriend and asked, well, it's war. <laughs> we should leave. You knew. Uh, and we yeah, well, because everybody knew yeah. what's going on. And we start packing our belongings and rushed uh, to the car and then moved. And while we were trying to leave the city, because it major traffic jams uh, you you couldn't just leave immediately and it was like it took us four hours just leaving a city so it was major traffic jams and during the traffic jams you were sitting in the car and hearing uh, shellings around you and gun fighting and that was a kind of disaster and you seeing all the people fleeing from the city like uh, someone on the foot someone on the car someone on a bike so basically any mean uh, possible they were using just to leave the city and it was really some kind of experience I, I would say uh, it was really uh, terrifying out of curiosity did you think about staying or was it just like how did you make the decision to leave everything behind and just go what sounds like that day well, I've made my plans before because I knew that something is uh, was cooking up. So I just prepared for this. I had plans in my head. So what if, let's say, so what if they attack only Donbass area, only Eastern Ukraine? What if they attack also Southern Ukraine? What if at, they attack Kyiv? And I immediately decided because we had already the experience from Donbass so that it might take, let's say, month, but still the first few days are the most let's say ugly and that you better leave immediately so that's what we what we did now i also want to talk a little bit about your company your team and also you and how you've been affected but it's probably worth taking those one at a time here what happened with your agency i think you and i first connected because i saw a post from one of your colleagues who has actually if I understand it correctly, he's left the country. He's now in yeah, Romania exactly. with his family and daughters. What's yes. happened with the company itself? Well, basically we lost like 70% of our business already, of our clients and turnover because most of our clients were Ukrainian companies. Um, we also like freeze for two weeks. We couldn't do anything because people were fleeing, were, were relocating, were trying to find a safe spot for their families and for themselves. So basically someone ended up in Poland, someone ended up in Romania, someone in Czech Republic, uh, someone in left in Kyiv, someone is here in one of Kyivsk in Lviv. So basically we are now in different places, different cities and uh, going back now to, let's say, New normal. So we are trying to reconnect. We're trying to get our agency up and running with these digital tools, with a, a remote working approach, and that is kind of working okay. So when I felt that that we are now okay and we can proceed working, so I started to look for prospects for new clients because we need now new clients in order to sustain ourselves. So your team is, are they just in different parts of the country at this point or even outside of the country? You're just completely, yes. nobody is where you are right now. Well, a few of them a are, few but, them. Okay. but the rest of the team, 
So, oh, and here is the <laughs> air raid alarm. Oh, so wow. You're probably hearing it. What's running through your head when you hear that? Well, uh, I don't know, just a uh, heartbeat is just going up and you're like, oh, is it going to be safe or not? And you, 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 you can't uh, know for sure each time because most of the times it's okay. But sometimes you hear bombing and you're like, wow. I mean, I'm just, I'm sitting here. It's just kind of crazy that we're talking right now because it, I just, I don't know how you're able to, I guess, keep your composure with so much happening around you right now. Oh, I already used a bit to it, uh, honestly, because you, you get tired of being uh, frightened all the time. So basically you don't have that uh, amount of fear anymore. I'm going to try to stay on track with the interview here and talk a little bit about you. And I know that there's been so much of an impact on so many people in so many different ways, both personally, professionally. This is a career podcast, so I'm going to try to focus on that. How has your career been affected, do you think, by what's happening here? I know that might sound like a narrow question, but I am very curious to hear because there's this whole professional side of people's lives. They've invested years in education and training and developing skills. And now I don't know exactly where you're sitting, but you know, your team's scattered. The fate of your company is unknown. How do you think your career is being affected by everything that's happening right now? Well, uh, I don't have a clue, honestly. <laughs> so that's, you don't know what's going to happen. Uh, I don't know uh, even if I'm going to be alive in the next 24 hours, honestly. Yes. So basically, you don't know what to expect. But from the other point of view, from the other perspective, I, I'm, I'm now trying to, uh, let's say, push our company beyond uh, our Ukrainian borders. So it might end even better, for example, if we succeed, we might become international uh, way more than we uh, were before. So it might really help us uh, in a strange way, you know, because when I'm saying this, I'm like, do you hear yourself? What are you saying just right now that it might be even better for you? But honestly, that's one of the scenario. It might be really better because from my uh, lifetime experience, I would say that a few times I had those disasters in my life because uh, I was born in 1980. That was still Soviet Union. And then in 1990, it collapsed and we had like a crazy times back then. So it was just completely different story. And also that was a time where people like you, you strive or you lose your track and you don't know what to do and you become poor and you almost die of, let's say, hunger or something. So basically it's a very interesting time to grab yourself to pull yourself together and to decide what you want to do how you want to survive how you want to plan your future and how you are going to fight for your life for your career for your path and that motivates you because you need to do something you just literally need to do something in order to survive because i need let's say money to feed my family that's why i should work and i need uh, work right now and i am pretty Competent and what, what I am doing. I had a lot of expertise in marketing. I am really skillful at this. You can check my LinkedIn profile about yeah. skills, etc. So I'm kind of very good at this, and that might help me 
let's say, push me out of the comfort zone. <laughs> that might sound really, I don't know, if even funny, because uh, what's the more ultimate push out of comfort zone than war you couldn't even imagine? I hear what you're saying. It, it can kind of almost feel awkward to even use yeah. the word opportunity in the same sentence yeah. as something tragic that's happening. And I think yes. a lot of us felt this during the pandemic and clearly you and, and millions of other people are now facing that in Ukraine. And I suppose I suppose there is to some extent, I mean, I guess all you can do sometimes is to try to just pivot and find a way exactly. to make it work exactly. if you can. And that's in some ways- You don't more, have any chances. You don't have any chances. You, you, or or you're gonna just lose your company, or you're gonna just lose your career, or you're gonna do something about it. So that post on the LinkedIn is just the way that I'm trying to cope with this situation. I try just to fight for my career, to fight for my company, fight for my employees, to find another opportunity. And uh, it seems like it's working. And I, I am now talking to you. <laughs> so yeah. who would imagine that we? We'll be talking in a let's say back two months ago. Yeah, two days ago. Not yeah. a chance. <laughs> yeah, who would have guessed that? Yeah, in some strange way, I suppose work does have a way of providing some normalcy in times where everything else exactly. seems uncertain and up in the air. Exactly. And with chaos exactly. around you. Yeah. So that's uh, when you when you start working because I had like two weeks where I could pull myself together and that was kind of disaster. Then we came here in one of Frankivsk and we started volunteering in this initiative Save Ukraine Now. Uh, if you uh, would like to type it uh, in Google, so you will find our initiative where we're trying to get donations and to buy uh, some provisions, uh, some uh, medicine, some even helmets and. Uh, ballistic vests for our soldiers so basically we try to help uh, anyhow and we started working and everything got better and then we returned to our normal uh, let's say new normal way of uh, working started reaching out clients starting to negotiate with them and it got better and better so the more you are preoccupied with something significant in your life uh, the more it kind of not that uh, harsh for you to be in those circumstances well look roman i, I don't want to take up too much more of your time, but I was hoping we could cover a couple other topics here before we wrap up with Go ahead. what you're hoping for for your agency. The last thing I was hoping to talk with you about before we finish up by talking about some of your efforts with your agency right now is just related to your perspectives on life and also your work at this moment. I've heard all sorts of stories on the news related to, gosh, unthinkable challenges that people are dealing with right now, not having running water, not having electricity, running out of food. I mean, literally bodies in the streets there. What's been the hardest part of this for you? Well, basically, as I mentioned, leaving Kiev was the hardest part because uh, you you were faced with always terror and people fleeing and screaming and, and crying. And that was really not the best place to be, let's say. Uh, but now it's okay because here in Western Ukraine, you, you just don't feel it that much and everything is quite okay here. You have here water, internet, food, everything. We are quite okay here for now. 
because we don't know what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. But for now, it's okay. And it's just as it was before, let's say, uh, we are working. We uh, I just had before our call, I had a call with our client from Paris. We talked about your, their strategies. So basically, it was kind of okay. You, 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 you Sometimes you forget you are at war when you're working. This is a question I ask guests toward the end of these conversation, and I wasn't sure whether I should ask it of you, but I do think it's still applicable here. As you think about where you've been in your career and what's happening around you right now, I get that you're in a slightly safer area, but at the same time, your country is still at war right now. What's something that you've learned about yourself just over the past month since this has happened? Well, that I'm tougher than I expected, (laughs) that I really can pull myself together and make good decisions as uh, leaving Kiev, for example, timely and uh, trying to reach uh, out for international public, for international companies to get clients and to keep sanity, let's say as well, because it's really kind of crazy times and I'm kind of okay and I'm, I'm really know what I'm doing. I'm capable of working properly. So basically that's what I learned from this situation that I'm really tougher than I thought. Uh, I am. <laughs> Is there something you would like people out there listening to this to know about what's happening to professionals like you there in Ukraine right now? Well, we just need a chance, you know, we need a chance, we need your help as well, but we don't need, uh, you know, one, when I did this post on the LinkedIn, uh, one American client said, okay, just write me a, a bill for one hour of your consultation and I'll have it later on after war. And I couldn't do it because I was like, no, I want a real <laughs> consultancy. I want a real job, not just a donation, let's say. So we really need a real job. We can do it. We are experienced. We know what we're doing. We can help you. Just give us a chance because um, we need it now. We don't need, well, at some parts, we need donations like those people that are under the shellings in the bomb shelters. They need donations. But the people here, uh, businesses and uh, professionals, they just need a chance to prove themselves. And that's it. And they will prove it because our people really can fight, (laughs) as you can see. Absolutely. And, and we can do, and we can deliver, and we, we can do it. Just give us a chance. I want to wrap up with what you are hoping to do right now. And I know you're trying to keep your agency going, and not only surviving, but also thriving if possible. Is there anything you would like to mention to anyone listening to this if they want to lend a hand or if they are interested in potentially working with you? Go ahead, just Google Ambulance, and if uh, you find what we're doing that suits your needs, please uh, do not hesitate to contact us. We will do our best to help you uh, with our services and our experience. Thank you so much, Roman, for taking the time Thank to, you, Joseph, to well. tell us yeah, more about what's happening for you there, how you're managing the situation. I have to say, I really admire your strength and the strength of Ukrainians out there just maintaining your positivity in the face of what's happening. And so I hope you and your family remain safe and I wish you the best also with your agency. Thank you so much for chatting today. Thank you. Much appreciated. 
So I hope you heard some useful insights from Roman about how he's surviving this crisis in Ukraine, how he's moving forward in the face of incredible challenge, and how to stay focused when things around you are literally falling apart. Now it's time to wrap up with today's Mental Fuel, where I'm going to share some of my thoughts on resilience. This is the part of the show called Mental Fuel where I normally finish the show with a brief personal story related to one of the topics we covered today and wrap up with a simple challenge to help you move forward with your own career goals. But for today's mental fuel, to be honest, I'm not quite sure how I can follow that conversation with Roman. When I hear the daily news right now of what's happening in Ukraine, it honestly makes all my former and current personal career or life challenges seem pretty small, almost petty in comparison to what people are going through there. So I'm not going to sit here and try to come up with some comparable story from my own career when I had to try to dig deep and overcome some challenge. If anything, hearing Roman's story and the stories of other people who have had to flee their homes and country puts things into perspective for me and makes me feel grateful for all the things I and many of us enjoy and probably take for granted during times of peace. I have not been in a war zone. I've not had to flee my home because of tanks firing down the street. I've not had to say goodbye to my wife and daughter or anyone else in my family through a train window and walk the opposite direction not knowing if we'll ever see each other again because one or all of us might get killed any moment in a missile strike. No story I can tell from my own life even comes close to anything anyone like Roman or other Ukrainians are dealing with right now. So, instead of sharing a personal career anecdote today, I just wanted to share a few thoughts on the topic of resilience, which I define as the ability to hang on and keep moving forward, especially when the conditions around you are tough or things aren't going your way or you're trying to bounce back from a setback a crisis, or even a horrible tragedy. Over the past six years, I've now interviewed over 80 people for this podcast who have navigated major career transitions. And one of the common threads I've seen amongst people who have been able to successfully relaunch their careers and bounce back from setbacks is resilience. When I cross paths with people, because of my work focused on career change, I typically meet them when they're feeling like they're on the wrong professional path, or they're confused about which direction to take their careers, or they want help relaunching their personal brand, or maybe they're just dissatisfied with their job or company, or oftentimes boss. Now, I don't want to diminish any career battle anyone's fighting out there. At the same time, I don't want to necessarily commingle a discussion here about having an annoying manager at work with trying to stay alive and keep your family and business afloat in a war zone with air raid sirens and missiles falling around you. So I'm going to just keep things high level here and say that if you feel like resilience could be helpful to you while you're tackling whatever challenge you're tackling right now in your career, for what it's worth, I think about resilience as balancing persistence with restraint. It's about pushing yourself to keep going, but not necessarily hustling to the point where you exhaust yourself. 
If you're networking to try and open up an opportunity in your career, it's about reaching out to one more relevant person this week, not a hundred more people this week. If you're applying to jobs, it's about maybe applying to a few more jobs at a time, not a few hundred more jobs at a time. Or if you're trying to land more customers, it's about pitching your product or service to a handful of prospects each week, not thousands of prospects each week. For me, resilience is about hanging on and keeping things afloat until your conditions change in a way that allow you to pivot to something else. It's about keeping the lights on to buy yourself some time to figure things out. It's about creating a stopgap measure to hold you over instead of just giving up, assuming you will eventually find a way forward. No matter what challenge you feel you're facing in your career or life right now, I hope what you've heard today from Roman can be a nice reminder that a bit of resilience, no matter how small or large, really can go a long way and make the difference during those very moments when you feel like you have every reason to just give up. This takes me to a quote that I think relates to Roman's attitude about remaining resilient and positive in the face of incredible challenge and applies to anyone out there listening to this in Ukraine or even elsewhere who's going through what feels like perhaps the most difficult moment in your career and life and a part of you just wants to throw your hands up and let things run their course. And at the same time, you feel like you're not quite ready to give up just yet, that you still have a little bit left in the tank, that you can dig deep and figure things out one step at a time, one day at a time. This quote comes from none other than Volodymyr Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, who said this on the same day I recorded this conversation with Roman. We will work. We will fight in any way we can, till the end, bravely and openly, at all these sites, with full energy for the result, with all our strength, and we will not get tired. Let's rest when we win. So my challenge to you is to figure out what battle you're fighting right now. In the case of Roman and others in Ukraine, this may be staying alive and keeping your business afloat during an actual war. For someone else out there, it may be more of a battle you're having with your manager, your organization, or the environment around you. And for others, it may be more of a figurative battle you're having with yourself, your own history, your own demons, or your own limiting beliefs. Whatever battle you're waging right now, ask yourself whether it's worth it to keep going, whether the eventual payoff is worth it. And if you do believe it is, to not feel like you've got to figure it all out today or even this month, but instead to take a small action today and another one tomorrow and another one the next day and the next day, knowing and trusting that you will gain some momentum, however slow or fast, to eventually get where you want to go. The other request I have of you goes a bit beyond the scope of my typical work and topics I cover on this podcast. Part of the reason why I host this show is to provide support to others who are navigating challenging transitions in their careers. So I'm hoping you, I, and others in our career relaunch community with listeners in over 160 countries can do our small part to help support the millions of people in Ukraine going through what many are calling the biggest humanitarian crisis since World War II. 
I mentioned at the start of today's show that I'm hosting a fireside on self-employment on April 27th, where I'm asking attendees to make a donation to the Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal to join the event. Again, you can register to join that event at careerrelaunch.net slash 224. But regardless of whether you want to join that fireside, if you're just looking for a way you can make a positive difference to the lives of people in Ukraine, one thing you can do is make a monetary donation to the Disasters Emergency Committee's Ukraine Humanitarian Appeal that brings together 15 leading aid charities that provide food, water, and shelter, along with health care, to Ukrainian refugees and displaced families. I've set up a fundraising page at careerrelaunch.net slash Ukraine, where I'm encouraging all my listeners and followers to make a donation. I've made a 1,400-pound contribution myself to get us started, which has been kindly matched by the Said Business School at Oxford University, one of the schools I work with. And as of this recording, we've now crossed the 3,000-pound mark in total donations. So... If you're in a position where you can make a donation, literally any amount, no matter how big or small, can make a huge difference. 30 pounds can provide essential hygiene supplies for three people for one month. 50 pounds could provide blankets for four families. And 100 pounds could provide emergency food for two families for one month. Again, you can donate right now at careerrelaunch.net slash Ukraine. Thanks in advance for your generous contribution. If you or someone you know has a personal story of managing a major career disruption or change, I'd welcome you applying to be a guest on the show. You can find the link to do that at careerrelaunch.net slash 82, where you can also find highlights from my chat today with Roman, learn more about his marketing agency, Ambulance, and get in touch with him if you want to discuss a potential marketing project for your organization, team, or brand. Again, that's careerrelaunch.net slash 82. Thanks so much for listening to Career Relaunch and a very special thanks to Roman Havrish for sharing your brave story with us today in the middle of what's unfolding in Ukraine. On behalf of all the listeners in our community, Roman, I'm really hoping you remain well. We're keeping you in our thoughts and we hope you, your family, friends, and colleagues all remain as safe as possible in the days, months, and years ahead. This episode was mixed by Liam McKenzie, Our music was curated by Jonathan Rinaldi-Pole, and the Career Relaunch theme song was written and performed by Electrocardiogram. I'm Joseph Liu, and I'll talk to you next time.